Welcome to Wedding Talk 411. Let's get into wedding etiquette, all the do's and don'ts of weddings. I'm Denise. I'm your host. Grab your coffee or your wine and let's go, queens. I am here with my good friend and probably one of my favorite people on this earth. It's Kelly Ginn of Kelly Ginn Photography. They're based in Memphis. And boy, oh boy, do I have some questions for you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're thrilled to death. First of all, tell me about Kelly Ginn Photography because you're Kelly Ginn, Mm -hmm. but there's more to the show. Yeah. So... I, when I started, I had just, I was finishing my degree in art education and I realized that I did not want to be a teacher. So John and I had just gotten married that October before, um, we started our business officially in 2012. So in 2011, I was like, look, I don't think I want to do this. And so he was like, okay, we'll graduate and like take six months to figure out what you want to do. Good idea. And he was like, if you can't find what you want to do, then you're, you need to go back to school and like get you know, your master's or a degree in something that you're going to want to do. Well, I did not want to go back to school and I did not want to be a teacher. So I was like, look, I'm going to make this work. And, um, the first wedding that we did was a sorority sister whose photographer just kind of like fell off the face of the earth and she just could not reach him anymore. Yeah. So I think I charged her $150, which paid for the like memory cards for my camera. And that year we did three weddings. And then the following year we did 35 and it just snowballed from there. And the reason I named it after me was because I honestly thought it was just going to be me. John had his own job. John got his degree and master's in finance. And so I truly thought like it would just be me. And now, you know, 11 years later, it's so much more than that. It's, it's, it's less of me and more of John and Maddie. And I couldn't do any of it without them. Hey, it takes a village. It really does. Thank, thank God I have both of them. And y'all are the, you know, y'all just click so much because you and Maddie have been friends for many years. Yeah. So my parents are her like legal godparents, which she's of age now. So I don't know that that's anything, but, um, like I met her the day she was born. So, (laughs) and you met John, y'all fell in love in the in high school, in but high school. we've known each other since middle school. So what? yes, he's, this is a love story and it's a fabulous one. And how cool that y'all get to, I mean, you do love every single weekend. Yes, yes. And I adore that. Well, so that's kind of your background. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain person that inspired you or that you kind of just love their work? Yeah. And who is it? Yeah. So I met a photographer that lives in North Carolina who's a best friend of mine named Emily Chittister. And when I found her work, I think I was like two or three years in, I didn't have any industry friends, none. Um, It was just John and I, especially photographers. I guess I had other wedding vendor friends, but no photographer friends. I found her on Instagram, messaged her and we became friends. I paid her to come here. She didn't know I could have been a freak and she just took a leap of faith. She came and visited. We paid her to do photos of John and I, and I learned like a lot about giving direction better from her. Um, like the way she was speaking to John and I to tell us how to pose. Um, so I've just been a fangirl of her work ever since I met her and she's a huge inspiration. Kevin Barre is a huge inspiration, inspiration, not only with his tangible work, but just the way that he runs his business. Um, you know, when 2020 happened, we were having to often bounce back between each other with like what to do. And he's like a sounding board and just great with, you know, how to run your, I mean, he's been doing this for like 25 years. So isn't that good to have somebody that, um, you're not, um, in competition, even though you're in the same field, right. Right. It, it, there's enough for everybody. For sure. And often we will get the same inquiry, Kevin and I, um, and it never feels like a loss to me anyways, when they choose him. Yeah. Like I know at the end of the day, they're in great hands and they didn't go to someone who they're going to later be disappointed. Be sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I mean, stuff can be brutal. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that um, we've all got to work together. Yeah, for sure. And especially, I think, in wedding business where there's so many different elements. And, uh, boy, people can be catty now. Yeah, 
For sure. And um, it's just so good to have somebody that you can talk to and know, hey, that's not going any further. Or yes. I'm getting good information. Right, right. I think it's awesome. Well, now, let me ask you, what would you say is your shooting style? So I think John and I both, like in terms of like post-processing for editing, it's bright and bold. Yes. Um, authentic for sure. But when we say authentic, like obviously you're going to, you have to pose family portraits. Like those are really important. I wouldn't call that an authentic moment. They're very staged. Yeah. Um, but the in-between moments for sure, John and I love, um, we put a lot of emphasis on the bride and groom portraits. We make that the largest category on the time, on the portrait timeline. Um, so yeah, I would say bright and bold. And it's funny you say that because there is a difference. Um, I've seen photos where it's dark. Like it's moody. almost, it's moody. Moody. Yeah. I wouldn't consider our work. Moody. I don't either. I don't consider yours that at all. Yeah. Uh, and I tend to go more to, I'm drawn more to that bold, beautiful colors yeah. and the well, and I, I really appreciate the moody work. Like, I think some of it's fantastic. I'm sure I'm a fangirl of multiple photographers that shoot in that style. But I would like to think that, you know, the couples that hired us 10 years ago, I hope that they still love their photos and that they don't seem like a trend. Yeah. Um, so kind of like the, that timeless approach where they're not going to be embarrassed by like some of the things that yeah. the style of their photos. You because know, some of that stuff passes, but I think just classic, bold, yeah. beautiful colors, For clear, sure. mm -hmm. precise. I love it. Yeah. Now on a wedding day, what, what's a typical number of hours that y'all shoot? So, minimum usually for us is 10 hours. Um, we do have one package that is eight hours, but almost if anyone books that they usually end up adding hours. Yeah. Um, I think 10 is the perfect amount of time. Um, that's usually like a three and a half to four hour reception. And then, you know, most of our brides, thank goodness do and bride and grooms do a first look. So we're able to get the bulk of those photos done before the ceremony so yeah. that they can go enjoy the party that they paid for the food that they paid for right. and the guests that came to see them. You know what this brings me to, and I am so obsessed with this and I know you probably are too, mm -hmm. a first look. Oh, for sure. I mean, I talk to so many couples and I say, now, what about, are you going to do a first look? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. And I think, oh, please, because yeah. the day will go so much smoother. Tell me your thought on first look. Yes. I'm glad that you brought that up. And I feel like I really can speak about first looks like in a non-biased way, because when John and I got married, we weren't wedding photographers. We got married in October before time change, but at the very end, so we were very close to the days getting shorter. We didn't do a first look. And I am so mad at that Kellyanne. Like I'm so mad at her for not doing that. And it wasn't my photographer's fault. She definitely tried to encourage me to do it. And I just wouldn't. So I don't have very many bride and groom photos, which are literally the most important thing yes. because it was so dark and because she had to do so many photos. If you don't do a first look, you have to do bride and groom with bride's family, bride and groom with groom's family, the full wedding party, and yes. then the bride and groom. And when you, I mean, your guests don't want to wait for no, you. For one thing, it's getting, you've missed that golden hour. For sure. Like it's, I think I might have like 20 photos with John and we, we usually deliver 200 of just the bride and groom. Wow. Yeah. See what a difference. Yes. And uh, from my perspective, I see when a couple won't do a first look, mm -hmm. I see 200 guests sitting in this venue waiting for an hour and a half. Yeah. And I bet from your perspective too, they're racking up the bill on the alcohol Ooh. because they're having to sit and wait. And that's yes. so boring. You got to drink. They're, bored. they're drunk by the time yeah. the bride and groom get in. Yeah. And then now you've got such a short time yeah, left for sure. And that people have traveled mm -hmm. and come so far. I, I wish every couple, bride and groom, if you're listening, please, please, please do a first look. Yes. Well, this is crazy, but I know you see it a lot. How do you handle family dynamics? Because I know I see it on my end, but I'm sure you do on your end too. Yeah. So you've got divorced parents, you've got a a sister that's half crazy, whatever you've yeah, got. Yeah. How do y'all handle that? Um, a lot of times, thank goodness, our brides will give us a heads up if there is something that's like 
very out of the yeah. ordinary, you know, like, hey, this person is literally schizophrenic, like stay away from her. Yes. Or, hey, my mom used to be a photographer. She's probably going to try to give you suggestions, you know. Um, and then almost every wedding we do, there's divorced parents. We're, we're used to wow. that. So what we do is we just ask the couple, you know, are they cordial? Like, is it going to be safe to put them in the same photo or should we keep them separate? And like, this is dad's side, this is mom's side. So we just ask like yeah. up front and in advance. Hey, communication. Exactly. That's yeah. it on the right. front. Because what you don't want is to be right in the middle of something and yeah. some big something break out. Yes. And like, we've had, like, we've said like, hey, mom, come over here. And they're like, that I'm stepmother and we're always like, okay, well, I'm never going to see you again. So like, put the, like, put the blame on me. Don't like, I always tell the bride and groom, just, just let me take it. I'm never going to see them yeah, again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. I mean, a bride is paying you to kind of run interference. For sure. Now there's only so much we can do. I yeah. mean, if, if people are out of control, they're out of control, mm -hmm. but they're kind of paying us to run interference yeah. to know ahead of time, Hey, I've got this logistic going on mm -hmm. here. And I need to be thinking about that ahead of time. Yeah. When you meet with a bride and mm -hmm. I assume they put together a list of photos mm -hmm. that they want, y'all probably have some kind of even maybe checklist yeah. that they go through. Mm -hmm. How much can they deviate from that? So, because you're on a time frame for sure. So if you've got a list that you're going by and then, um, mom, starts coming up and mm -hmm. I want one of this and I want one of that and I want me and so and so how much can you deviate from what the bride has told you to do so and this might not be for all photographers but what John and I do is I won't accept like a tangible list from them just for legal reasons like I yeah. can't weddings are uncontrolled events and I cannot guarantee you that I'm going to get everything on your list and I right. feel like by accepting that you're kind of insinuating that you will. Yeah. Um, what I will let them do is if they want to have their maid of honor, hold a list and stand right next to me and like call out like, okay, now she wants this group. Now she wants this group. Like I will allow that. Yeah. Um, because that's on someone else, but we do have like a list in our head, you know, after doing 500 weddings, like we know we do, you know, mom with bride, mom or bride with group, bride with mom, bride with dad, bride with mom and dad, add the siblings, take the siblings away, add the grandparents. You know, yes. I have that. You've got but, a routine in yes. your head that and you go through. We do tell them like, if you have, you know, an aunt coming all the way from Australia that you haven't seen in 20 years, like, please do tell us that because yeah. like that might not be somebody who's going to be around yeah. before. Right. Um, so we will let them if there's something like really extreme like that obviously please tell me like or you know like their dad passed away and there's going to be a rose and a photo and the chair up front like I'm going to see it but like I, tell me like I'll, I'm yeah. happy to do that you don't want to miss anything yeah but you can only know so much right right and like so, you said we are on a time crunch and well, and sometimes too like when extended family gets involved before the wedding and they see that the bride and groom are done, they'll be like, Hey, can you do some of my family? And I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go back with the bride right now. She paid me, but I'll be at the reception. And if you want to get together, like we'll be here all night. Like we can do it then. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can easily see people coming mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. And, uh, that, can you get my family real right, quick? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how that could get yes. out of hand and I just real tell, quick. At the reception. I'm happy to do it at the reception. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, in bottom line, the bride and groom, yes. they paid for this. Exactly. And you know, they yeah. don't want me taking those photos. They want me to go be helpful or take photos of them saying a prayer before the ceremony or popping a bottle of champagne. Like I'm on their dime, yeah, not the exactly. family. Yeah. And not everybody sees that. Right. A guest, you know. No, they don't. They, they just, don't. They're not. You would think that would just be a given. Yes. Oh, wedding wedding guest. I could write a whole book on things that they do. <laughs> I could too. Matter of fact, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, you need to a get on that. book is coming. Uh -huh. Now, I'm curious about this because I love black and white. Mm -hmm. Not all of it, mm -hmm. but sometimes I just think, wow, yeah. they captured it right there. Is that something you switch back and forth between black and white and colors that film? Is it digital? So What's that, how's that work for us? Like we, we just shoot digital with DSLR cameras. Um, and so that would be like a post processing editing choice that we make just a preference. Um, I feel like John and I and Maddie as well, we do try to give you know, like if these three photos are in color and this one looks super similar, we'll throw that one in black and white. And yeah. then a bride and groom can always like 
you know, email me and say, Hey, I got this one in black and white, but I would really love it in color. If it's just a few, like we're happy to change it. Um, a lot of times too, black and white, if I'm trying to convey something moody or like really sentimental or like yeah. up close up their hands with the ring, like sometimes it's just like an aesthetic that oh, is it a just preference. fits better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just yeah. fits better. How often, because I see all of these, uh, they're everywhere on social media, the engage where he's proposing. Right, right, the proposal. Yes. Uh -huh. How often do you get contacted by the groom to come and shoot a proposal? So I feel like we get those inquiries often and I usually send them to Maddie. Um, so it kind of like starts with her. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of those couples do at least end up inquiring with us and it just is a matter of the availability, you know, if they yeah. choose a date that I'm open. Um, but Maddie loves doing those. I think they're great. I wish that when John and I got engaged, like that I had a photographer there, if only I knew what I was going to be doing later in life. But, yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, so many couples, well, and the guy, let's face it, guys don't think ahead like girls do. Right. So, you know, if she doesn't know he's going to ask, uh -huh. she had, because if she knew he was going to ask right. her that night, she would have somebody there. Yeah. I scheduled. would go, I would go as far to say that the majority of the grooms that contact me were put up to contacting me yeah, or I started heard to say. enough about like, they're like, okay, <laughs> I hear you, Sheila. I'm going to make sure someone's there. Yeah, you know? won't have it there <laughs> yeah. and yet be surprised. Right, right. And your nails are done and like you got your makeup done that. Yeah, no, yeah. but. I love yes, that. I wish I would have known because I would have done the same oh, thing. Oh, I would yeah. have too. Absolutely. <laughs> now, every couple that you book, that's mm -hmm. part of the Kelly Gann group that mm -hmm. y'all do. Do you do an engagement photo shoot on every one of them? Is that pretty common? So I would say the majority of our brides do. Our most common package comes with like an engagement session or a wedding album. And that works well for couples that maybe did proposals. So they used one of those as a save the date or, um, a lot of our Heartwood couples, to be honest, are out of town brides. Yeah. So they would use the wedding album instead of an engagement session. Yeah. They did their engagement session wherever they live. Right. Um, but for the majority of the brides who are from here and are getting married here, they use the engagement session. And that's really great because I feel like they get to know John and I, which is helpful for them so that on the wedding day, they're not like, wow, she's a lot or wow, they're bossy or, you know, they're just like, oh, it's just Kelly and John. We're just hanging out again. Yes. And that's something I want to ask you because mm -hmm. I know, because I know y'all mm -hmm. and you all do so many of my couples, but y'all are everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you're already friends with these people, all of them. How yeah. do you get such a good rapport with these couples before you even get there and get everything started? So I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that John and I are so obnoxious online. <laughs> Um, we haven't updated like our YouTube in forever and we really need to do that, especially considering we have Jack now, but, um, we put, just put ourselves out there so that people kind of know what you're getting into. Like if you're someone who's super shy and reserved and you would just, you know, prefer that your vendors around you be the same way, like we probably aren't going to be your cup of tea, yeah. but if you like, you know, lighthearted, you know, just like John has been telling dad jokes beyond being a dad. Like if you like that kind of silly, but fun and like lighthearted, lighthearted energy. Yes. I feel like all of our couples are high energy couples. Yeah. Um, I feel like that we do a good job of matching with our couples because they're so easily able to access most of our life. Like a lot of our couples will say, you know, how's Luna doing or, you know, Tebow before he passed away. Like they just know everything yeah. about us and they chose well, social media is so much a part of everything. It and, is. and plus y'all are of that age right? right. Uh, where you're still in that age group of all these couples that are getting married. And so you're right. I mean, I follow people that I have never met these people. Right, and you feel like and you know yet, I feel like I know them. For sure, for and sure. And I'll even watch it and think, now she's about to do so-and-so, oh, or yeah. here comes her kid, uh -huh. or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of kids, you have a new baby. I do. Yeah, I can kind of hear him. Have you heard him down there? <laughs> I heard him a little, but I love it. Yeah. Tell me about Jack. Oh, he's literally the love of our life. Um, John and I have been married this year. will be 12 years, and we spent the first 10 just not knowing if we wanted to have kids. Yeah. Um, and now I don't remember what I was doing before him. No. Um, at all. And um, 
So he's he's just the best. I'm I'm so glad to be a boy mom. Oh, oh you know how man. that is. Yes, I am. Uh-huh. I have only boys. They're in their forties now, but I will tell you, there's nothing better. You're right. I love it. I yes. absolutely love it. Speaking of kids, how hard is it? Oh gosh, to photograph kids. Yeah. So this is like funny, but not funny. I think a a large part of why John and I didn't know if we wanted kids was because of kids at weddings. Oh um, my gosh. And I know that's terrible because <laughs> if someone, in no, my I fa- can see it. If, if someone in my family got married today, Jack would be in the wedding and like, that's what is happening. But that, you know, like flower girls, ring bears, et cetera, um, or just kids guests at the wedding. It does make, it is, it's difficult. And it's, it's hard, especially for some reason, like the flower girls, parents are always like, did you get a good one? Did you get a good one? And I'm like, well, they're having, they're crying. So like, no, like in the photo they're crying. And it's never the bride and groom that are like, they see it. They're yeah. like, well, you get what you get, you know? Yeah. So it can be difficult. Um, I've found that since having Jack, I'm so much more patient, you know, and I totally get like, they're, they're the boss. Like the kids are the boss. They're just having a meltdown. They're having a moment. Yeah. Let's circle back. If they don't want to be in the photo, then they don't want to be in the right, photo. You right. Know? And I think that's part of it. I, I've done a, a, a video on the fact mm-hmm. if, if you get to the rehearsal and it just is not going to work, mm-hmm. And you can tell it's not going to work. Then don't even do it. Yeah. Don't, don't force it. And don't like, you know, it's what I've noticed that I, you can sense the awkwardness, even from the parent, like when the little boy won't walk down the aisle and then the lady, like the mom has to like hold his hand and she's wearing heels and her dress is short and she's like bent over. Like you can just tell, like, just don't make him walk down. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it because people don't even, the guests don't even think anything about that. Yeah. So, you know, that would be my advice to a bride. If you've got and for one thing, don't go too young on them. Right, right. But if you just have somebody, you've got to have them because that's the niece, the cousin, mm-hmm. whatever. Just have them in photos. And, and there you go. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. Right. Now, so many people are putting their dog. Mm-hmm. And I love it. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I love it because, you know, the dog sometimes is the but, yeah. steals the show. Yeah. But how hard is it dealing with an animal like that? I don't, I just feel like John and I are such dog people that like, I don't know, we haven't ever really had too much of an issue. We do always say like, make sure you have somebody, they, a lot of brides bring them to the engagement session, which is great. I think a lot of them are like, okay, can I just get some? And then we won't bring them to the wedding. That's a good idea. It is. At least you get some that way. But, um, you know, I I feel like in any photo with a dog in it is going to get more likes than without a dog. You're Just right. People are, people are dog people. So I totally get that couples want, you know, their dog to be a part of their wedding day, as long as they have realistic expectations that like, you know, the dog might not be looking at the camera in the photos yeah. or, you know, well, they have, you know, they've seen these perfect photos mm-hmm. of little Fifi yeah. doing this or that. <laughs> yeah. And they expect their dog to do it. Uh-huh. It may happen. It may not. Yeah. As long as he doesn't take off running uh-huh. or bite Get in the somebody. Or like you said, the dog with the rings. The dog with the rings. I can't. I do can't. not tie the rings on the dog. And Blew it's crazy mind. because, you know, people think, how goofy to even say, hey, we've seen it or we wouldn't even talk about right, it. Right, right. We wouldn't know. <laughs> we would not know. So normally there's two photographers. Mm-hmm. So what is one with the bride, one with the groom? Tell me how that works and how would it be different if you only had one photographer? Right. Um, well, we always have two and I'm sure there's wonderful, talented photographers out there who can do it by themselves. And that's great. They're probably less expensive if there's one. Yeah. Um, so typically it's John and I, and then when I went on maternity leave, it was Maddie and John. And then I think moving forward with 2024 and beyond, it'll be Maddie and I. So, um, still always two. I just think that's really important to have two perspectives. And also just like you said, like someone to be with the groom, someone to be with the bride. Um, and we love venues like yours, Cedar and Hartwood, where everything's on one location, because sometimes the groom will be getting ready downtown in a hotel and the bride is at her house in Germantown. Gosh, how do you handle that? Typically we'll just stage the groom getting ready just because guys, and you know, you know how they are. They don't really do much. There's nothing cute. Like the pajama photo that the brides do or like popping champagne and hair and makeup. Straightening his tie or or reading a note. 
and from the drinking brine. Miller Lite until the last <laughs> minute. So yeah, their last thought is, you know, get my hair just yes, right. We, we just kind of like put them in good light and stage it. And then, you know, in 10 years, they're never going to remember that that wasn't, that was staged. Right. But you know what? That brings up the fact if a couple can do everything in one location, oh my gosh, that is the way to go. 100%. In fact, I think John and I both have talked about moving forward, like that, that is really only what we're going to be interested in. I just feel like everybody gets the best version of us yeah. when our car, we're safe, you know, our car is parked, all of my equipment I can go to. It's not in yes. a parking garage somewhere that I can't really get to. I'm not having to wait for transportation, a bus that's going to make us late to the ceremony or the reception. Um, yeah. One if you can find a venue that does everything like ceremony and reception yes. all in one location, especially with a great um, rain backup plan like you guys have, yeah. splurge on it. Like your life will be easier. You're not going to have to waste more money on like a transportation bus right. and worry about. I cannot imagine because I've been to weddings like where the wedding was maybe at a church mm -hmm. and then I had to get downtown to the reception right. and then the parking lot that they have prepared for full. us is full. Mm -hmm. And now I'm driving around 45 minutes right. trying to find a parking place. Right. How in the world that would throw your whole timeline off. It does. And it's crazy because John, like John would be driving and I would have to jump out and go, you know, photograph the room set up before everyone gets there. Oh and then gosh. he's parking and like, hopefully he's safe walking with more equipment. You know, it's just, it's a lot. And I think, I think a lot of times brides think that it's, it's going to be easier than it really is. And mm -hmm. anytime there's transportation, I always tell them you might route it and you might think it's going to take 12 minutes, but it's going to take 45 yeah. minimum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And to put that extra stress on your, you're already at stressful day. Yes. Brides don't do that. So, yeah, if you don't. can avoid it, yeah. don't do that. Yes. Which is more miserable to shoot. The hottest summer day <laughs> or the coldest winter day? I'm sure that... I hate them both. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that I'm the minority in this, but I would 1,000% rather be hot than cold. <laughs> yeah, me too. I can't stand it. I can put my hair up and I can yeah. work with the heat and yeah. bring an outfit change, but when I'm cold, I just feel like I shut down and I don't, I'm not even creative. <laughs> I do too. I can't think straight I know. when I'm freezing and, to death. And you know, like e either way, like we try to make sure couples are realistic, you know, when it's snowing or like it's 22 degrees out, yeah. we, we give them the option, like, are you still fine with going out? And then they're like, yes, you know, of course or when it's a hundred degrees and they're like, my hair's fallen. And we're like, yeah, you did pick July, but like, come on girl, we'll let's, let's run through this and we can go back upstairs and touch it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You just got to deal with you what you've got to deal with it. With it. Yeah. You've got to. And because it may be a perfect temperature, but pouring rain. Right. Right. And then so, you just, yeah, you're going to have to deal with the backup option and hope and pray that your venue has one. Oh, absolutely. Another reason. Another reason. Choose a venue yes. with a backup plan. Do, how often do y'all get called back? Uh, a year, two years later for a maternity mm -hmm. shoot yes. or a newborn shoot. Yes. I say this all the time, but like nothing makes my heart happier than when Maddie gets to photograph a KGP couple. Like it just seems so full circle. Like I just feel so proud and so happy that yeah, I do too. they obviously had a good enough experience to want that again with right. their new milestone, whether it be, you know, they got a dog or that they're about to move. They're pregnant, bought a house. Um, you know, just family photos, that, anniversary. Me, it's part of what I love about this job. Mm -hmm, for sure. I, because I see it. I ran into a couple not too long ago because we've been doing weddings here at Hartwood 14 years. Mm -hmm, yeah. And so I ran into a couple at the Mexican restaurant yeah. <laughs> and I recognized them immediately oh, wow. because they're, they just have that gorgeous. They're both beautiful, yeah. the husband and the wife. And they had three children. Oh, wow. Isn't that fun? And they had like a nine-year-old little Joe and uh -huh. then four-year-old. And then they had a baby in the high chair. And I thought, I feel like I'm part of the family. Exactly. Yeah. Like John and I are always like the biggest cheerleaders even after, even if it's just you being excited about picking the paint color for your house that you're building. We're just like, yes, like we stick with them and they do. I feel like a part of their family, even though yeah. their wedding day is over. And they feel that way about y'all too. I love that. I, I think, hope, I hope they do. They do. I promise you they do. How often, because I see it from the sidelines and I think, Oh, get out of the way. How often does a guest with all their crazy iPhones mm -hmm. get in the way and screw up photos? <sighs> 
because they all think they need to get up there and take a photo. Yeah. I, um, just as recent as last weekend, to be honest, there's just, it's, it's always an older person. And I know that they don't have the intentions. They don't know yeah. that they're being obtrusive. Um, but I think what would be most helpful to avoid that just so nobody feels awkward because it is awkward for me to have to say, please scoot yeah. over. It's hard on you to have to correct, it especially is. an older person. Yes, because then they think you're being rude and you're really just trying to do what you were paid to do is if you can just have some sort of sign that says like unplugged wedding or have your minister just say, yes, there's professionals here with lots of cameras and you're definitely, everything's going to be documented. Please put your phones down. Yeah. We'll share all this we'll with share, you yep, later. Yep, you can get anything you want from the bride and groom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I see it, and I, I think at the time when I, I see somebody, and they're right in the middle yep. of the whole thing, and I think, they just messed up that whole yeah. beautiful photo. And you know the bride sees it, like, walking down the aisle going, like, what is she doing? Like, what is she doing? And that's yeah. probably one of their mom's friends that they don't even care to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they screw up the whole photo. Yeah. How important is it that a couple, when they're looking for a photographer, because not everybody is up front as y'all are, and um, I don't know how they even come up with their their photos for brides to mm -hmm. see, but how important is it that a bride asks to see a full gallery? Yeah, so John and I really put a lot of emphasis on this, and um, when our couples inquire with us, they get a minimum of three full galleries, and with ours, they're preloaded, but I try to show like a church wedding. I think one of them is a Cedar Hall wedding, and then one might be an Anstall wedding, um, just so they can truly see totally different venues, yeah. totally different dynamics. I think anybody can put together um, a curated Instagram feed that shows the best of the best, but yeah. like, let me see a church when it rained with yeah. bad lighting. How are you going to handle the yes. pressure in that event? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. not just, you know, um, the best day possible where it was sunny and 70 and, you know, a cool breeze that day at a mansion wedding, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. let me see, let me see. Show me real mm -hmm. what right. really went on. Right. Yeah, because you can't make that stuff up. And I think a lot of times probably a photographer may show them just the cream of the crop. Right, just the very best work. And I think, too, it's totally fair for couples to say, have you shot at Hartwood Hall before? Can I see some Hartwood Hall galleries? And then send, like, they can have whatever. Whatever you want, I'm happy happy to send you. Unless a couple signed, like, an NDA where, like, you're not allowed to post or share their photos. Yeah. Um, Anybody can see any galleries of mine, full, yeah. full galleries. Full gallery. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I think that's just important. Me too. Are there certain colors of dresses and florals that just photograph better than others? Something that Maddie and I both have talked about is a color that doesn't photograph well is red. Really? It's always going to look more orange. Okay. Like, I, I, get, I don't know if it's just the There's preset so many that shades mm -hmm. of red. Yes. It's just, I think a lot of our photos have like a warmer tint to them. And yeah. so red is, it's just not going to look as red as what it is in, in person. Right. Um, so like red bridesmaids dresses yeah. red flowers, flowers. Uh -huh. they're probably beautiful in person totally. but they may not it's just gonna photograph look slightly as well. different yeah and and to me i tell you one of my favorite looks and i don't know how it photographs but is all the shades of like blush mm -hmm. and i do i like all the, the way, way from almost white but not quite white blush down to almost a peachy color yeah i like when the bridesmaids like kind of mix with those colors yeah. you know and yeah. I, you see that more and more where it's not, like it. everybody's not in the exact same gown not super uniform yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and brides you know brides they've got such good instincts on their own totally they can come up with really great looks. I agree. Now, how far out does a, a bride need to book her photographer? That probably needs to be one of the first things, I would I agree. think. Uh, we try really hard not to take anyone's, you know, contract and retainer payment and if they don't have their venue booked. Um, yeah. And what we, you know, and some of them will say, well, I am, I'm going to book, you know, the cadre or whatever. Yeah. Well, you don't have a date until you yeah. have a venue. That's right. So book the venue first and then go to your photographer. Those are two vendors that can only do one a day. Yeah. Um, and so I would say um, a year minimum, a year out yes. is what, and then that could be maybe like the fall goes first. Yeah. So I would say like year and a half, if you're trying to get married in October, like, 
already have October weddings for 2024. Yeah, we do too. You know, I yeah. think we're almost out of right, the right. Dates That's for those that. are the first to go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just critical, you know, like you say, uh, a cake person mm -hmm. can do five cakes yeah. for one wedding or make, day. Some makeup artists can some do multiple florists. A florist. Yeah. Uh, but people like uh, a photographer, the venue for sure. Right, the venue for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, the DJ. Yep. Now, Usually some they, DJ companies have multiple DJs, yeah. but sometimes it's just one guy. Yeah. So when brides, when you're looking at that, you got to get your timeline down mm -hmm. of the ones that are most critical. And I think photographer is definitely For sure. one of them. Same with video as well. Yeah. Yeah. Video. I agree. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How a lot of couples now have a wedding website. Mm -hmm. How important you think that is for what a couple to have either a wedding website or a hashtag? Yeah. Um, I think hashtags are kind of just like for fun. And I do like seeing like the creative names, like with our last name again, like I could think of a thousand things like yeah. again and again, or, you know, like yeah. something fun. And I think it, I think it kind of encourages your guests to get involved so that you can later go back through that hashtag. So that's a lot of fun. Um, wedding websites are really helpful though yeah, for they are. the guest, um, especially if your guests are, most of them are out of town. John and I are going to a wedding in Canada, um, in May and she has a wedding website and yeah. I'm like, like, thank goodness, because I don't know what you wouldn't in even know where to begin. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it can give them hotel information. It can things give to them do, restaurants. things to do. And also, I think wedding guests like to go through, like, usually the couple will post engagement photos and you yeah. can like look and just get excited. Little with bad them. story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Their love story. How they met. Where they're registered. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so copyrights to mm -hmm. all these photos, because I bet you run into this, but can a bride demand that you don't use her photos for advertising? Because I would think you own the copyright to for it. For sure. So, I mean, you can always sign an NDA. And yeah. then that basically means the second I turn them over to you, I no longer even have them on file. They're yours. Um, yeah. We've had couples inquire about that. But when we tell them the price, it's just not worth it. Like, you know, you found me because of the photos that I've posted. Yeah. So... That's how other brides would find me, which right. is why you kind of have to put a price tag on the N NDA. Yeah. Um, I know there there have been some photographer friends of mine who have not been able to share photos because it was, you know, um, maybe like a B-list celebrity who hired them and they don't want them out there. So they happily paid the NDA fee. Yeah. Um, but there's but a fee attached there's to that. There's a fee attached to yeah. it. And I think I would say... I'd feel comfortable saying most photographers would charge a fee because you can't promote your work. Yeah. And, and, and that's one thing you have to be able to show your work in order for other brides right. to see you. Right. And it's just like I said, like, how did that bride find you from right. your work? And yeah. really a, a bride shouldn't be nervous about that because she's never seen you post anything. Right. That she didn't like her. I wouldn't be here today. That's yeah. right. Shooting so her wedding. Yeah. If she'll just think that through, she'll be okay with yeah. it. Now, have, I love this, but I haven't seen a bride do it, but I would love to see it. Have you ever photographed a trash the dress or even like just in the swimming pool yeah, or yeah. something crazy with the dress? No, I haven't. But I will say like to plug Kevin Murray again, I tried to hire Kevin for our wedding almost 12 years ago and he was booked as he always is. And one of the reasons why is because he had a bride and a lake and she had Converse on like floating up. And I just thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I think I've seen that I'm photo pretty sure of his. she might've been one of your brides <gasps> that he did later. Like, like she came back to trash the dress. And, um, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. So. I think so too, because yeah. I, I mean, I know the dress is sentimental, right? but hopefully you're never going to wear that dress yeah. again. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, the chances that your daughter mm -hmm. someday right. will want that dress. But there's something just fun about that. Right. Yeah. But of course, I understand, too. It's hard to imagine jumping in a lake in a thousands of dollars a worth dress. of dress. Yeah. But I don't know that I could do it, but I would totally photograph one. I if somebody would, wanted me to, I would totally Somebody do think it. about doing yeah. that. Now, y'all were photographers in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which... I love San Francisco and Napa so Valley, awesome. mm -hmm. and I know you miss it terribly. I do. I do. How different was San Francisco 
doing weddings and photographing weddings than here in the South. Yeah. So the South, everything is a big deal. Everything takes a lot of time. Everything is an ordeal and an event and like yeah. an experience. The weddings that we did in San Francisco were quick and easy. And yeah. it was just like an, a, cer- a pop-up ceremony and then a dinner for 20 people. And it was, that was just Wow. It. Yeah. You know, that I didn't think of it before, but in the South, we go big or we go home. We do. And they think we're wild out there. Oh, like, I bet they do. Yes. And at any time John and I were in an Uber or anything, they would be like, are y'all from Texas? Like, I guess our accent. <laughs> so yeah, the South, I just feel like the South just does it right. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. You know, it's funny because my friend and I were in an elevator mm-hmm. in Chicago and she's from Mississippi. And I mean, she's really got that accent. Yeah. And we're in a full elevator and all of a sudden, and we're just chatting, you know, busy chatting. And all of a sudden I notice it's quiet in the elevator because now they're listening. Oh, they at liked our accent. your accent. Yeah. Yes. And uh, somebody said, say that again. <laughs> and I thought, are they making fun of us? And then I thought, no, they like, they it. like our Southern yeah. accent. It's so. like the girls from Ripley, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. they talk, I'm like. Keep talking. Yeah, I, I keep, love what you're saying. I love what you're <laughs> yeah. saying. Hey, we carry this badge of honor being from the South. You're right. Now, what's more fun to shoot, indoor or outdoor? Or maybe what's harder to shoot, indoor or outdoor? You can control lighting indoor for sure. So, like, in terms of, like, it might be easier editing-wise with complete control. Yeah. Um, but, like, my preference is always going to be outside. Like, yeah. please go outside with me. Like, Let's make it work. Your venue, Cedar and Hartwood, both have tons of shade, which is so yeah. important. Um, there's so lots shade of, is important. Shade is so important because it's consistent lighting. You don't want, you know, some to be in the light. Some have the, their face to be in the sun. Yeah, and, yeah, it makes editing really hard. And I mean, you can even feel it like yourself. You're like, this can't be pretty because like this whole eye is like blown out. I can feel the sun on me. Um, so I'm always going to pick outside. Yeah. And, and I think probably some brides maybe are afraid of that because they're afraid it's too hot. My hair, this, mm-hmm. but go for Just it. Just do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. Absolutely. You can touch up later. Absolutely. That's what you got the makeup people there for. Mm-hmm. Now, your team always looks fabulous, by the way. Well, thanks. Thank you. Y'all are always look top notch. But what are your thoughts on vendors clothing on a wedding day and especially the photographer? Right. Because they yeah. are up in the front. And I, the reason I asked this Several years ago, I had a photographer, and um, he followed the bride down the aisle mm-hmm. with a baseball hat turned backwards, <laughs> and you won't believe this. Jeans. A cigarette. Oh, no. Yes, you he did. You saw it? Yes, he did. Oh, he no. He lit a cigarette right before he followed the bride down. Of course, how can I stop anything at this point? Right, it's, right. It's done. See, to me, that screams that he was probably anxious because he probably doesn't do a lot of weddings. So the cigarette, there you, you know go. what I'm saying? Like, and he's a smoker and they do it without it. He did it without even thinking, you know, just right, like chapstick or something. Chapstick. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But can you imagine no, that's your photographer? Really embarrassing. Wow. Um, so we just try to wear all black. Um, like this would be an example. So maybe not all black, but like I look clean. I'm, I look like I probably am someone who knows what's going on. Um, and And we're kind of fade into the background. Exactly. We're, we're in people's face. I have to stand up during the ceremony. The lot, I love rainbow, you know, that like bright colors, but like, that's just, there's a time and a place. And I don't necessarily think that you have to wear black. I've worked with lots of, you know, videographers who just wear like neutrals, just something that's not like gonna make you stand out yeah. like it's just not your day to stand out right it's not about you this right. day and you want to just it's like my my wait staff my mm-hmm. bartenders all black my wedding coordinators mm-hmm. they're always in all black yeah number one I just think it's very professional I agree and number two they fade into the background which is exactly what you want I want I want my I want you to have your table cleared of all the china and not even know anybody cleared it right exactly because they just came stealth yeah and did their thing. Yeah. And I don't want to distract the guests or the family during the ceremony, even though I, I do have to move around. Right. But at least. You want to be as. Yeah. I don't want to be an eyesore. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What if you have a, a bride that's a bridezilla or a momzilla? 
I have had them and I'm going to tell you, it's hard. Yeah. I feel like you, you, you've just done more weddings. So like you're going to run into it more than me. You've been doing it longer and you'll do like three a weekend. Um, and I can count on like less than one hand, a bridezilla for us. Like, I just feel like they don't book us if they don't feel like we're going to mesh well or if we're going to butt heads. Um, but I've definitely seen it with the mother of the grooms. I've seen it. Um, and the mother of the brides, it's more, I don't know why it's always the mother of the groom. And that's not even the person who paid, but that's one reason John and I like have the bride sign the contract. It doesn't matter who's paying. Right. I need to make sure that I'm making her happy, the client happy. If the mom's telling me to do one thing and the mom signed the contract, then I'm going to be obligated to do what the mom's telling me to do. Um, and so I just, you know, I'll look at the bride and I'll go, Hey, is this, are you wanting to do this right now? You know, kind of like give them a look and they'll just like, Give them an out. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I tell them, like, grab your ear, just, like, go like this. And yes. I'll be like, hey, I need to change my camera battery. Let's take a break for a second. And then we just won't go back to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you yes. can. So we, I don't really have bright You know, it is always, at, at least in our case, it typically is more the mother Ugh, that yeah. we have to deal with. And um, I don't know if it's that she didn't get the wedding she wanted like they feel entitled they, they paid or something or i paid for this yeah but so many times i see them trying to go totally against what the bride has told us to do yeah and there's where i have a problem yeah and i bet the parents sign most of your contracts they do yeah a lot of them mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll, and i'll hand it to the bride and the mother will say wait a minute we're paying yeah and right they, i know right then yeah th- yes exactly what how you're this, walking into yeah what yeah. i'm walking into but um you know, moms, you had your day. Yes. You had yeah. your day. Just let them do let what they want. Let them do. It's going to work out perfectly. Yeah. How often do y'all photograph the rehearsal dinner? Um, I would say most of those, we like that's something Maddie would do. So still our team. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like she does a good bit. If we do 30 or 40 weddings a year, she might do 15 or 20. So about 50%, 50% of them. 50%. Yeah. And I can for sure tell you that nobody's ever regretted you know, that I service agree. that yeah. you, you usually have your hair and makeup done then. Yeah. Um, it's a whole nother outfit, a whole nother look that you're getting and to photograph. And it's so laid back. Yeah. And you know what? You can always pass that bill to the groom's parents if yeah. you want. And let, let the uh, mother of the groom, like, have... That can be her one thing that she can control. Right. Because mother of the grooms are looking for something that they can yeah. be part of. Yeah. So maybe she hires y'all right. to do that right. as yeah. part of her gift to them. Now... This is one thing I see happening and it drives me nuts, but give me your thoughts. Everybody in the entire group photo. So I've seen it and it'll kill 30 minutes or more maybe Uh where they want great aunt Susie and every cousin Mm -hmm. and then every cousin's child Mm -hmm. and to get all those people up there and get them all situated and smiling at the same time. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? So I usually talk to the bride right before the ceremony about that. If I know for a fact, we're doing extended family. Um, What I like to tell them is let's only do formal photos of the like the family that you know you're going to print the photos of. Um, So like that giant photo where there's 45 plus people and you're never going to print it, let's do that super casually at the reception so it doesn't take up all of your time. And if somebody's not there, they're not there. Right. We don't want to spend 30 minutes looking for your cousin who you see every... 10 years, yeah. you know, like, and that might be something that like that family wants. And again, we can do that at the reception. Like, yeah. let's not carve out time right now that you paid for. Like when you're dancing, I can go over on the side and take that photo. And get that photo. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do you enjoy a wedding of a huge wedding? Because 400 guests, 14 bridesmaids, mm-hmm. is that easier or more fun or a wedding of a hundred people and two or three bridesmaids. I I don't really have a preference too much, and I wouldn't even say that one would be easier than another. Um, the big, huge weddings with like lots of people, I feel like the time will pass quicker because there's just so much, so going, much on. going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do feel like I get to like know and like talk to the couple more if there's less of that which is super I mean we love our couples like I love that I feel like we're besties by the end of the day um so real I'm whatever like it's I'm totally happy I think they're sweeter smaller yeah just there's something about that intimate yeah feel personal preferences to me I just think that that's super sweet um 
But I like the big parties too. Oh, I do too. You're super, I, I feel like I'm super entertained. Yeah. Well, the energy. <laughs> the energy is yeah. so high. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this because I know you're like me. You've seen everything in the world. What is something just crazy you've seen, funny you've seen, something you thought, what in the world? Yeah, I'll stick with funny because I've seen I've seen some not so great things. I know you have too. Yes, um, I have. I just feel like every single wedding, a groomsman or a, a, gr- a groomsman, the groom or a boy guest rips his pants at every single reception. Oh my gosh. Just I don't know if they're just not made well or if they're just like busting out well, on the dance they, floor. You know, they probably order them too tight. Yeah, maybe. And they're like drinking all the Miller Lights and they're <laughs> bloated and just like, and it's so funny because <laughs> I see it every weekend and it is funny. I still laugh, but like the guests are like, did you get a photo of that? <laughs> Everyone. And I'm like, yes, I see his boxers that have rubber duckies on them. I, I definitely see it. it. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. got to tell you something funny that about a guy in his britches that you're talking about mm-hmm. because, you know, I have two venues yeah. and I'm usually at Hartwood. And so anytime I get a call from Cedar, I know something's happened, something's happened yeah. or something's going down, whatever. So I get a call and they said, Hey, we got an issue. Okay. What's happening. I'm thinking this, you know, the cake didn't show up, mm-hmm. whatever. The father of the bride and the brother of the bride Got into a confrontation. Oh my gosh. And the daddy's britches got ripped off of him. Because <laughs> of a fight? They fought. Oh my God. They fought until the britches were gone. I have I have seen a groom and a groomsman fight and a sink be ripped off of a wall. Oh my god. That was gosh. One of, in my, one of my earlier years, and I cried all the way home, and I told John I wasn't doing any more weddings ever. <laughs> well, it was it's just traumatic. It is. And it's just like, I didn't know people could be like this, but. I do know that th- those are like the minority. They They're are. typically. Hey, that's a one in a lifetime. Yeah, but that, it, thank God. Yes. Because it's traumatic. It is. You know, you see somebody's britches get ripped off and especially family members. And in front of people. And in front of people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Again, I'm going to write a book. One yes, of these you days. should. Absolutely. Absolutely. Girl, I love you. I love you too. Thank you for thank having you me. Thank you for coming and do it. Tell me how people can get a hold of you. I feel like we're most active on Instagram yeah. and our handle is just at Kellygin22. And, and again, it's G-I-N-N. G-I-N-N. Yes. Looks like Jen with an extra N on it. Yeah. I yeah. called y'all Jen for I don't know how long. And literally everyone still does. And I just answer to it. Yeah. I answer Gwen, to it. Gwen, Gwen, <laughs> Jen, love it. almost everything but Gwen, but it's okay. I'll answer to whatever. I love you. Well. You feel like another daughter to me. And I don't have a daughter. Oh, so I will be her. You, I will you be are her. it. That's you how are your it. family to us. And Jack Jack knows you now. So I love you're it. You're stuck with us. Well, let's, let's toast. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to Wedding Talk 411 and to Kelly Ginn Photography. Brides, thank you for checking in with us. Until next week, I'm Denise. This is Wedding Talk 411. Happy wedding planning. Cheers. Cheers.